0: Very good.
1: Love, Hope,
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. My name is Sherelle Baker. I am your co-host, and David Baker, your host. David, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing awesome. Really good. The only way I allow myself to be each and every day. Thank you for the introduction, Sherelle. Welcome, everybody. This is Sunday, May 29, 2011, to Beyond the Gate Radio. We have a fabulous guest with us today, Andrew Brewer, of course, known as the Rock and Roll Psychic. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, we're happy to have him on today. And it's, it's a small world. He's going to be on um, with Ellie Chester on her show tomorrow, Wings of Love Radio. And he has his own radio show on Block Talk Radio, of course, blocktalkradio.com forward slash Rock and Roll Psychic and Andrew has various websites. I know he's a very busy person. Uh one of them is the uh, alchemicalheart.com and he's also on MySpace. He has another website rockandrollpsychic.com. And apparently Andrew is a very busy person. You can also find him on Facebook as well. I know he no- needs no introduction, but for anybody listening today that is not familiar with him. I'm going to read briefly a little bit of information about him as he speaks from his bio. Uh, He's naturally, he's a nationally, nationally televised clairvoyant and astrologer. He's host of rock and roll psychic radio. Of course, he's the author of uh, three books and creator of two tarot card divination decks. He's a film actor and, um, He's the rock and roll psychic, himself is nationally televised, clairvoyant, astrologer, and a remote viewer who's also a specialist in the uh, integration of intuition and business. Uh, that's uh, a lot right there, I must say. Over a 10-year, six-figure-plus career, Andrew manage, managed managed Uh, projects for several Fortune 500 companies and was twice selected for inclusion in Who's Who of Executives and Professionals. Boy, am I going to have to straight out my tongue today. I must be (laughs) tongue-tied. Pardon that, folks. It seems like a Monday, but it's Sunday. Anyway, Andrew has hundreds of appearances to his credit on both radio and television, perhaps most notably as the featured Psychic and co-host along with Eric Estrada on Chips and uh, Jenny Lee Harrison, his Company of Cabrina Psychic Answer, which aired throughout the United States and Canada from 1992 to 1994. Andrew wow. is currently host of the uh, Alchemical Heart with co-host Alicia Kent at www.alchemicalheart.com ...on Rock and Roll Psychic Radio. He is a creator of... ...Karma... ...Past Lives... ...Divination Deck. It's actually pronounced karma... ...but he has it pronounced... Kapla K-H-A-R dash... Kapla M-A... ...Karma... ...Past Lives... ...Divination Deck. And the Tarot... ...of Hungarian Shadows. In addition to being the author of three books the metaphoric mirror, him to the... uh, uh, I'm going to have to ask him to say that because I tell you, I've been busy today. Uh, Andrew was a resident morning psychic for many years on Magic 99.7 FM Columbus, leading rock station, and was also featured in a segment on PM Magazine. He has also appeared in several Hollywood films And music videos as an actor. A talented writer, Andrew has published articles on a wide variety of metaphysical topics. He was at one time a featured columnist in the Free Press and has been featured and quoted in front page articles in both the Los Angeles Times and USA Today. Labeled the rock and roll psychic due to his many clients in the music industry, Andrew has advised major players from Hollywood to Wall Street, and his client list, both past and present, includes actors, directors, recording stars from L.A. to Nashville, San Francisco to Berlin, and business executives, internationally known uh, supermodels, NFL cheerleaders, and professional athletes in both the NFL and the NBA, and I'm certain at this point, much, much more. So, Without further ado, I'd like to uh, welcome Andrew to the show. Good evening, Andrew. Welcome to Beyond the Gate, and how are you tonight?
1: I'm good, David. Thank you very much. How are you?
0: I'm doing pretty good. As you can tell, I'm uh, having my coffee there, and my tongue's just a-spinning, but I guess it's because we're so excited to have you on the show tonight.
1: Well, thank you. It's, it's yeah. good to be here. Uh, you know, I've, I uh, don't have a radio show on Blog Talk anymore. You know, since they went to the uh, the changes in February... But I spent a lot of time on BTR, so it's always good to come back. So thank you very much.
0: Our pleasure. So uh, in the beginning here, we'd like to ask you how you'll come to be known as a rock and roll psychic. And I suppose that's because of your contact, you know, in, a, in the music world, for example. was that Did that title come to you kind of early on or later on?
1: way it came late in the game, actually, you know, a lot of people think that that is because I'm musical. That's really not the truth. I came about because I had clients who were musicians, you know, sort of guilt by association. So because I had a lot of clients, especially in Nashville and L.A., who were musicians, I ended up being the rock and roller psychic, and it just kind of became the rock and roll psychic, and it morphed together, and I liked it, and it's been that way for several years. But it's, it's uh, something that's come actually very late in the game for me. But I like it. I like it. artists and musicians and actors and other beautiful people. I, I like hanging out with them. They have a different kind of energy, a different kind of vibe.
2: Yes, they do. I agree.
1: It's it's really kind of fun, you know. I mean, you think that uh, when you look at people in metaphysics and you look at people who are creative artists, a lot of us are very very similar. I mean, I think that, you know, we kind of go to the same place. We just bring back different things. So so my association with musicians and actors is... and, and I love it. But, that's David, that's where the, the name comes from.
2: Well, Andrew, we already have a question in chat. Um, someone was asking if you were going to be able to, uh, how many late rockers could they ask about? They were curious about Buddy Holly, Jim Morrison, Dennis Wilson, et cetera. Do you have any information on those guys?
1: Well, you know, I actually wrote this thing of about uh, 20 years ago. I'm going to give my Buddy Holly story. Okay. About um, in the early 80s, I was in the in my apartment in Columbus, Ohio, and I saw a, a new song came on the radio I'd never heard before, and I looked out in my living room, and I see this kind of image of Buddy Holly. I'm like, what the heck? So the song plays, it goes away, no more Buddy Holly. Next time I hear the song, same thing happens again. I see this, like, holographic image as a clairvoyant of Buddy Holly. So I'm thinking, this is kind of weird. So it kept going on. The song was a hit. It was a new artist. This was, I think, in like 1982 or somewhere around there. And so, you know, like songs come and go. They play it for a while, then poof, it goes away. A few months later, a new song comes on, never heard before. Same thing I look up in my living room, Buddy Holly. So as it turns out, this new song was by the same guy who had written the song before when I saw Buddy Holly. So this was pre-internet. And so I had this uh, idea that if this person, I felt like maybe this is a reincarnation of Buddy Holly, right? So this was back when you couldn't really look up information so well. There wasn't a Wikipedia. There wasn't an Internet. There really wasn't a way to really access it. So I had this theory, excuse me, that if um, if this gentleman was the reincarnation of Buddy Holly, even though I don't think it always works this way in reincarnation, that he would be, his birth would be nine months after Buddy Holly died, which was in February of nineteen 19- oh fifty nine. So later on God created the internet and I actually looked it up. This was like ten years later, and I found out that the man that was playing these songs was actually born nine months and five days after Buddy Holly died. So Wow. So the question is who does everyone think was the artist? He was a young artist in the early eighties. He's still around it may not be the first person that comes to your mind when you think Buddy Holly, but this is my buddy Holly story. Any guesses who that might be?
2: I I'm I was thinking of a name, I missed it though. I can't I see the guy's face but I, I'm totally missing the name.
1: David, any any you wanna take a wild guess?
0: Uh of the the name of the person?
1: The, 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 person the,
0: reincarnation. That
1: I, the person yeah. that I actually think is the reincarnation of Buddy Holly?
0: That's an excellent question. Um, still alive at this particular time? He's still um, alive
1: the last I looked. So I'm going to kind of jump to the uh, end of the story. That person's name is Brian Adams. So I guess most people don't think of Brian Adams and Buddy Holly necessarily in the same breath, but... But that's my uh, rocker, my dead rocker story, I guess. But yeah, so whenever Brian Adams showed up, I would see an image of Buddy Holly, and and if you look up Brian Adams' birthday, you'll find that he was born in November of 1959, almost exactly nine months to the day after Buddy Holly was killed in a plane crash in, in February of 1959. So, so
2: there you go. I'm going to have to look that up, Andrew. I mean, is, is, does he sing the one, the, the song "I'm Gonna Fall in Love"? I keep hearing that song.
1: You know, I I gotta be honest, I don't know, I don't know. But uh, but you know, then there's no guarantee that Brian Adams is a reincarnation of Buddy Holly. But it but the story is true from my vantage point, which is that I was a young guy, I was in my early twenties, and this image kept popping up and then later on, you know, it it kept showing up and showing up and showing up. And uh and when I saw, when Brian Adams was doing this, he was 22, which was the same age that Buddy Holly was when he died. So um, so that's my rock star, my dead rock star story. Wow.
0: Well, that's, that's amazing. Uh, it just goes to show people that uh, we're here on Earth to accomplish and learn something so we can continue to evolve and spiritually progress. And certainly there's no reason why one can't come back again to do even more if that's what they wish to do. And there's certainly no reason why buddy, buddy Holly can't come back and uh, accomplish more things. And, you know, maybe the focus is, is a similar field and the focus is slightly different than Buddy Holly and maybe he won't be as famous. But I guess it doesn't really matter. But that's that's amazing you know, people coming back to uh, continue on with their work because Earth is a very difficult place to come to to learn. Don't you agree?
1: Well, you know, I, I think that reincarnation is very important. I mean, I do a lot with past lives, and, and past lives, I, I think they do matter. I think that there is a subtle influence that that happens. And when you break down the way that people process information, um There is kind of a a subtext. When I do past life readings, typically what happens is I see them in terms of archetypes, like themes. So somebody might have two or three primary themes about how they've operated in the past. This might be healer, soldier, diplomat, scholar, whatever, and tend tend to kind of mix and match those. So when you look at artists, especially singers, uh, I did another article a couple of years ago about people that, that I felt had very strong karmic ties. I mean, I don't know if you want to go down this path, but I mean, very, really strong karmic ties that I kept seeing. Uh, when I would look at them, I would sort of see a trail of, of musical lives behind them. And, you know, there's another thing, too, with musicians, which is different than other types of artists. Musicians and mathematicians kind of have their own kind of similar energy. But when you look at people, when you look in their aura there is this blue ball of light that tends to show up to me when I look at people who are very artistic and lots of times when I see this blue ball of light, it's kind of above the left ear, sort of going towards the temple you will usually see those people are not only musical but they often come from families who are musical so that makes me think that perhaps musical ability is somewhat genetic but musical ability really is a kind of a unique thing just like maybe clairvoyance is sort of a unique thing and and I think that people who have really highly developed skills as a musician, lots of times they're coming with that from, from things in the past. Um, so, again, I guess we're going to go down the whole rock and roll psychic and the musician thing. I also wrote about singers, female singers, that I felt had a lot of past life influences. And the one that I felt and still feel has the most kind of karmic oomph out of the gate is Christina Aguilera. Because when I look at her, I see her, I see images of her as an opera singer. So when I think of Christina, I think this kind of uh, like Beverly Sills kind of energy. I mean, I think of her more as an operatic singer. So it transforms, it transmutes, because people don't have the same types of lives all the time. They come and they try to have different experiences really towards perfecting themselves spiritually. And so you'll have that... Sort of essence behind you, but maybe you'll be thrown into completely different circumstances. But for some musicians, I think they tend to just maybe the the parameters around them change, but that that musical gift tends to stay there. I mean, it's 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 fascinating. I mean, it really is. Musicians are, are a unique group. I love them.
2: When I see uh, Christina Aguilera, I see um, like a, a old soul. And like like past lives, different cultures, and too, so i it's something about her voice that just it resonates my soul, you know it when she's absolutely really reaching down i it's just something about it, it's like the old southern hymns that it, the first few bars that you know my my grandmother's old church that I used to go to it would just something in your soul and i mean i just end up bawling the whole time you know and i just it was it's one of those she has one of those voices that take me back to childhood so yeah
1: oh no it's beautiful and i I think that's very true and i think there is a, a kind of a religious quality that happens sometimes with music i mean there is that transcendence that happens and um but she she has some kind of different energy I think. I mean there are a few others Jill Scott comes to mind um you know there are a lot of people that sort of have it but I think out of all of them the one that I think has the most karmic um history really is Christina. So I mean is that true I have no idea but but it's the way I see her and I I really do I mean you can tell that she has something that's very unique. I mean she's a talent I mean, she's going to be 80, and she'll be still be able to sing. I mean, she could sing anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's, I mean, she's not like the rest of them. I mean, she's not like the other musketeers that became singers. I mean, she has something
2: <laughs> very unique. She's big. more than just a flash, you know, yeah, that absolutely. flash. And then, you know, once she gets to be 30, 40, it's over, you know, so.
1: Yeah, she's going to that's be around a long time.
0: I believe that as well. Andrew, our chat room is full and so is our switchboard. It's really, we're really overwhelmed with that. (laughs) So that's wonderful. But before I go to anybody, you know, you do tarot and astrology, which I find fascinating as well, all of the subjects, including um, remote viewing, which you recently published an article on Facebook about it. And I thought it was fascinating because I do our body, remote viewing and uh, a lot of things myself. Uh, would you mind just touching on remote viewing a little bit? Because you started it in your article and then you said that you're going to have more information coming. Do you think you can just give us like a cross view of remote viewing?
1: I mean, basically what remote viewing is, is seeing something, It's really is a clairvoyant, but you're seeing a place typically that's somewhere that's not in front of you. So the way this might work is that, you might be asked to picture some place that somebody was moving to. Sometimes you'll have situations where people want to know um, where they're going to get a job or what's going to happen to them. So remote viewing really is about um, picturing. It's like the best analogy I can give, it's like you're sort of there. To me, it's like you fly over it. I know it sounds weird, but it's really that's the experience I have, is you kind of fly over it. And you look at it, and when you're really locked in, it's really like you're just like in a like a bird flying above it. Um, remote viewing is really just a fancy term for clairvoyance. But there, they, um there's one school of thought that says remote viewing something very, very specific. It was done in the army, used it. Uh, a lot of people use a very specific protocol for doing remote viewing, which is they use coordinates. So they'll say, we'll give you the longitudinal latitude and you try to image what that place looks like i don't do it that way i tend to to try to connect through people there has to be sort of a tuning mechanism if you like so you have a way of locking into information there's no psychic that's always going to resonate with with everything i mean that's just not going to happen but but the remote viewing part is is about really looking at focusing visually on the location. So you try to describe what the place looks like. You try to describe the terrain. You try to describe, you, you make a left turn, you make a right turn, here you go. Um, now the part that you're talking about in terms of my article was, I talked a little bit about the mechanics of re- remote viewing. The next thing that's going to come out is, is really how do you get in that state. People, when they think of astral projection, lots of times, we used to have this a lot, people call in To me, when I was doing my show, especially when I was doing shows with Ali Chesley, and they would say, I want to do, I want to astral project to like Jupiter or whatever. I'm like, okay, dude, here's the deal. You cannot force it. You have to be in a state where it happens. Now, that's kind of a catch-22, but it really does work like this. You have to be in a space to kind of catch it when it flies by. A good analogy for this might be martial arts. You get into a space where you're very calm and serene but you're reactive you're ready to you're ready to do whatever you need to very quickly so from that standpoint the more that you can get into a space of calmness the more that you can get into a state of peacefulness to that extent you are more receptive to this information meditation is really just a a very specific type of focus that's all it is i mean if you're walking down the street and you're really thinking about something and you're not thinking about the mastercard bill or you're not thinking about you know going to the dentist but you are really locked into whatever it is that's important to you to me you're meditating and so remote viewing and any work is a clairvoyant a lot of that is about focus and, and and being able to keep um your your intention very specific and and People try to force that, but really it's about being in a state of receptivity. I mean, you probably both have this too. I mean, you want to get into a space—excuse <clears throat> me—where you're more relaxed and relaxation and self-confidence. I mean, those are the two cornerstones of being a psychic or being really anything, I think. But especially when you work with uh, when you work with us.
0: Yes, uh, that is very important, and, and trust as well. You see, if you're totally relaxed and confident. And you can—it's easier to focus. And if you're reading, some people that are same or similar state of mind as you are, then it's a good read. Usually, now if you have somebody that's in a different type of mood, they're upset. There's a lot of hard energy around them. It's really difficult to fight through that energy. That's why we always recommend that if you come to us for a reading, be open, be relaxed. You know, try to feel. Feel relaxed and calm, and it makes it easier. And I totally agree with all the points that you uh, stated. State of mind—you know, people can try to do these different things, but state of mind is uh, very important too. As far as being relaxed, that's also very important. So I agree. I think that's very interesting. Uh, Andrew, we're perhaps maybe like take a call or two, and then talk about something, and come back. You know, more or less. Do you, Mind doing that, sir?
1: No, no, no I, I do them all the time. I sort of expect that to happen. So, yeah, yeah, go ahead. That, that's fine, yeah. David. Just...
0: You have quite a following, I must say. So I'm going to go ahead and bring on the uh, first caller here. We have area code 503. Welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. You're speaking with uh, David Cherelle and Andrew.
2: Thank you so much for taking my
3: call. Um, okay, so my question is, um, recently I quit my job, and I'm wondering, what do you see for me in terms of career?
1: And, and I'm Andy, and, and your name? I'm um, Holly. Hi, Holly. How are you?
3: Hi, so, good. Holly, how are you doing?
1: Uh-huh. I'm good. So there's a lot of frustration around your throat chakra right now. So, so what does that mean in English? So, So you have a very creative, expressive energy, and right now you're sort of in a little bit of a rut. So, so here's, how, here's what I think is going to happen for you. When you look okay. at your job prospects, a lot of your skill sets relate to your ability to communicate with people. You have a very strong communication energy. And I think for whatever reason over the past three to six months, you've lost some faith in that communication energy. There's, there's a frustration around you. Now, when you look back historically, uh, when you've had the most success, I think it's when you felt a, a sense of um, again when we talked about the peacefulness. When you feel confident, your self-confidence wavers. Right now, you're having a constriction in your throat chakra. You also have a little bit of constriction in your third chakra. In English, what that means is that your self-confidence is on the is is kind of rocky right now. Now, long term, I think you're in a very good space, and I think it's important for you to remember what got you to this point, to not let any setbacks that you've had over the last three to six months slow you down, but to try to go back into the Wayback Machine and remember when you were successful, especially one or two years ago. Does that make sense to you?
3: That was amazing, yes.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> oh so in God. English it comes down to this. I believe you have a lot of possibilities, and I don't think they're that far off. But oh, okay. uh, do you live anywhere near a river?
3: Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
1: And is there a? Um, uh, okay, yeah, the place is. that I'm seeing. So what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to kind of give you an image. We're going to try to kind of project into the future. We're going to try, and we're going to okay. try to see a place, and you and I together are going to figure out what this is. We're going to we're going to attempt okay. it. Okay. Okay. So what I see is a river, and I see a bunch of like, um, um, oh gosh, they look like giant cranes, kind of. It's like everything is.
2: Um, yeah. It's, like,
1: it's it's I don't know. It's kind of an industrial kind of vibe, but it's like there's like um, like bridges, like on like multi level bridges. If that makes any sense to you. Um,
3: yeah, you're scaring me. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay, so now if you kind of come towards, I guess if you come south, I guess, it seems okay. like there's an area that has a bunch of buildings that have a lot of glass. You know, like the kind of glass that you look at, it looks like you're looking at a mirror, but it's really just kind yes. of... Re- is there an area near where these all these tall bridges are, if that makes any sense to you, that has like a, like a kind of a more modern look that has like a lot of like dark glass, big tall buildings
3: yes yes yes, yes. that's okay so what weird. yes
1: what what would that area be is that like a downtown kind of vibe
3: yes downtown yes do you ever that have is you like, ever worked for insurance
1: companies or anything like that any um, kind of no
3: hospital but no not insurance okay
1: hospital all right um yes. what do you what do you really want to do next what do you really want to do
3: um art but i don't know if you see that in me. <laughs> but yes i would love to do some type of an artistic
1: but you're creative i mean that's the thing you have this really creative energy but i don't necessarily see you from a career standpoint as a professional artist My, i see no. you you know what i really see you as what tell like me like somebody tell me. Is, like if i wanted to have a dinner party i want you to uh-huh. do it if i wanted to have some sort of event I mean, like an event planner, you would totally rock at that. If I wanted to have, you know, a bunch of people that could get together and not kill each other, I would want you to do it. (laughs) Because because you have have that diplomatic kind of energy, right? You have that diplomatic kind of energy. It would not surprise me to see you work in some sort of, capacity for a company that relates to insurance. Now, that could be a hospital, but I'm inclined to think it's actually an insurance company. And I want to okay. say it's in a big, tall building that has black glass. And on top of that, it looks like this building has, and only time will tell, only time will tell, okay. so you'll know one day if I knew what I was talking about. Until then, I guess we'll just have to hear each other. The way yes. I see it is that this building has like an under, like it's like, it's like an overhang. So, like the first floor has it's almost like a covered porch, but it's not because the building's like forty stories tall, but the oh. first level has a little bit like you can walk underneath it um Does that make sense to you? Do you know a place that would fit that energy
3: you that know, look? i downtown I'm sure, but no, I don't know of that particular building well,
1: What I would do if I were you uh-huh. is I okay. would do two things. One is uh-huh. I would look at some sort of very high-end admin type of thing, or some sort okay. of communication specialist or PR-ish kind of energy related to insurance companies or any type of business that services insurance companies or services claims of some kind. This could even be a government job. It could be, it could be, it could relate to the state or municipality or something, too. Okay. I, I would do that. The other thing, have you ever done anything with flower arranging or anything like that? No. Have you ever considered? Because that image is, like, really strong, and I've learned to trust my mm-hmm. images. So um, when... Sorry, ahead. no, keep going. Oh, no, keep
3: no, no, going, no, no, I have not. I've done, I'm, I haven't done that, no.
1: But there's an art, there's a creative, like, I make ceramics, there's sort of energy around you. There's that energies around you. Yeah, expect? like I have
3: good balance. I have like a good eye for balance.
1: I guess so. Like I'll a, call you it. have a design kind of energy, right? I mean, like
3: yeah, so it's kind of like yeah. I mean, it's not a painter. I'm not a painter. I work based. Well, me, I like to build things from junk. I guess I'll I'll call it that. All, right, all right, all right, all right, all right. That makes no awesome. sense.
1: <laughs> it totally makes sense. It totally makes sense. So, <laughs> so here's what I would suggest. Okay. To make a long story only sort of long. The way I kinda okay. think it goes like is like <laughs> this. I feel like you have this sorta of corporate I work in an office energy. And then I feel like you have this I take stuff and put it together energy. Yeah. So I think that you'll both have like the day job where you you know, you go and they pay you and you have vacation days and that stuff. And then I think you're gonna do something that's more crafty, like you might have a business Where you, I mean, like if you have found objects, oh, excuse me, and you put them together and you make, you know, um, window decorations out of it or um, something like that, that would totally make sense to me because I feel like you're going to have both. I mean, I feel like it's almost like you have a split here. You have to go and do your thing because I do believe you will do that. But okay. on top of that, I think huh. that the creative part of you will come out, and I think you will make money by doing some sort of sideline thing. And I yeah. think, honestly, that your ability to kind of like what I used to call the Tom Sawyer theory of management, which is I got people to whitewash the fence for me, you have that <laughs> energy, right? You have that vibe. You totally have it. But what? And even your third shocker is like lighting up now. So you're even just a oh, little encouragement goes a long way yeah. with you. Yeah. Just by saying, sure well, yeah, you can do it. You see already yeah. your your third chakra is lighting it's it's getting looser, so you just need people to be nice to you and say nice things to you, and even if that you have to like get a tape loop stand in the mirror for ten minutes a day you know for a week, <laughs> it's not gonna matter as your self confidence picks back up, then you're gonna see really good things i mean really good things happen
3: um, this was
1: but, this, a... but these big tall buildings are significant, I do believe that.
0: Well, thank you very much, Andrew. That was uh, excellent. Thank you for calling in, young lady. Holly. That was really uh, Holly. an in-depth reading. Thank you, Holly. Holly, yes, you when hang you, in there. Uh,
1: you, you have so many good things going for you. Believe in yourself, and you're going to really see good things. So it's May now. This will probably happen by the 1st of August, I'm guessing, somewhere in there, late July, mid-August, give yourself about two or three months and I think you'll see a lot of changes happen within three months. I really do think that.
0: I agree. I feel that too. I feel that, you know, her energy is moving toward that goal, that particular area really soon. And that was really excellent, especially being able to describe the area and everything that she was at. That's amazing too. Well,
2: so that's if, the you know, I make sure happen. that
0: whenever I have very talented people like you on the air that I'm you know, uh, at least wearing a robe or something like that. <laughs> oh <No>, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> Got to have a sense of humor about this, too.
1: <laughs> absolutely. I mean, but, you, you can't take yourself too seriously. That's the other thing. I mean, you can't, uh, you know, you can say something that seems all profound one minute and sound like an idiot the next, so you have to kind of take it in, in stride. So,
0: yes, you certainly do. Well, we have uh, another person in the queue, area code 609 Area Code 609, welcome to Beyond the Gate Hello.
1: Radio. What is your name, please?
3: Thank you. My name's Ann. Hello, Andy. How are you?
1: I'm good, Ann. How are you?
3: Good. I'm fine. Um, my question for you is, what do you see between myself and Andrew?
1: Between you and Andrew? Well, yeah. Well, let's see. What do I think? So I want you to tell me. One sentence about Andrew. I want you to give me, like, I just want to kind of pick up his energy from you. Tell me one or two sentences, anything that pops into your head.
3: How kind he is.
1: You You have a nice energy here, okay? So I think, but I feel like there's a kind of a fear on his part that he is... He's a little bit historically gun-shy, is the way I see him. Uh-huh. That there is, uh-huh. he's, he's been hurt in the past, and no matter how much he may want to go there, there's still a little bit of a fear. And I feel like you are further ahead in the commitment game than he is. Not that he doesn't want to go there. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. I believe that he wants to go there as much as you do, but I think his history is holding him back. Does that make sense to you?
3: It does, but we are not together.
1: But, you know, that's the thing. Okay, so let's look at this. When you look at, when I look at this energy, the way that I see this is somebody who is afraid to make the commitment, all right, now. Uh
3: uh Uh-huh.
1: But you have this connection. The connection is kind of stronger from you than it is from him. Is the way, I would see. Uh-huh. It. Uh-huh. But if you want to, you want this relationship to happen.
3: I mean, oh, I, I really. Oh, absolutely.
1: So what you have to do is recognize. Again, when I say you have to do it, it's an opinion. It's not like an absolute. My opinion is that this actually has a fairly decent chance to happen. But the main thing that's going on here, in my opinion is that this is somebody who's like once burned twice shy, who is very reluctant to commit, period, yes. and is mm-hmm. feeling that you're maybe going too fast for his safety, that uh-huh. maybe you are pushing the envelope a little bit and he's not willing or able to go there. If you mm-hmm. can be more patient, I think you stand a better mm-hmm. chance.
3: Yeah, that's not a problem.
1: But I think it has I think it actually has a fairly I think it has a decent shot at actually happening. I really do feel that because the energy that you have for him is mm-hmm. is very positive. The the opposite side of the coin with this is that I think that there have been some flare-ups that you all have had. I don't think that everything has just been peaceful and bliss every minute of the day. I think there have been some, like, incidents, some, you know, sort of temperamental uh, incidents that have have caused this to be a little bit of um, um a gap. If you can get into a space where you feel more, and a lot of it's confidence, too, if you feel a sense of self-confidence, and you don't need right. validation from him in the same way, and right. I think your patience right. will go up. He's a little bit afraid to commit, and you're wanting some sort of almost like um, you're wanting more reinforcement than he's willing to give you. That's the way I see it. Yeah. I think okay. that your best bet is to kind of be more relaxed with it. Okay. Does that make sense to you?
3: Absolutely. It sure does, Andy.
1: You're, I, I believe it's going to happen. But okay. it's going to happen because you're in a more peaceful space. And I, mm-hmm. I also think that it will only happen when somebody else comes after you, which is what I – so from, you're asking me to make a prediction, which I guess you are. Here's my prediction. <laughs> I believe <laughs> okay. that there will be another boy who shows up on your doorstep here very shortly. I do believe that. Somebody uh-huh. brand spanking new. And when that okay. happens, then your focus will be not so much on Andrew, but just uh-huh. sort of on life in general. At that point, okay. Andrew might show up again. So the way I believe this will play out is yep. I think another another man will show up here between now and not too far into the future, and then it ought to get entertaining. Okay.
3: <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I hope that helps, It's already... Anna. It, it has and, and that's already happened. <laughs> well that's good. So, oh, hey. another all
1: right, all right. so so the fact that there to me there has to be another there's another one that shows up. If he's here, God bless him. So um uh-huh. there could be even more. So I mean you have an energy that you're attracting. You're attracting a lot of attention. I mean you have that going for you. You have that kind of dynamic energy. Uh-huh. But you also have kind of a hot energy in terms of I mean you're passionate and that passion mm-hmm. is fabulous except for the times when it's not fabulous. And uh-huh. um, and so the more that you get into a space where that passion is really uh on the on the high end, on the more positive end, I think your world is very very zen. But when you get into a space of of not feeling so good about yourself and maybe not so good about the people you're with 'cause I think there is a kind of an right. up and down kind of quality here. Uh right. then you can take the most beautiful thing and, and kind of dent it a little bit. We don't want right. you to do that. So
0: that was that was excellent, Andrew. And you know, you're totally right. And when right. people have relationships like that, there's I suppose I don't mean it to be in a negative way, a little insecurity there because they find somebody that they really care for and they really don't want to lose him. and sometimes it could be a little either smothering or overbearing at times when they actually have really nothing to worry about, don't you think?
1: Well, I mean, I, I mean and it happens all the time. In this particular case, I think it's um, it's a little bit of that, but I think it's also a very intense, there's a very intense energy here. And that energy is um, um, how's the best way to say this? I've, I feel like there is this sort of compensation kind of energy here. It's like somebody has been just like Andrew's got a little bit of an issue with being burnt. I mean everybody's got an issue where there's a history, and that, and when the history, excuse me, when the history becomes part of the present and they get blended. That's when you get into trouble. Each person has to be a unique case. I mean, you have your own biases, you have your own ways of seeing things based on where you've been. But when you let the when you let the rearview mirror be the way that you look at the future, then that's where you can get into trouble. And I think that that's what's happening here. In my opinion, is that there's there's somebody who's been mean 10 years ago, and that's you know everybody is is. Uh, has to go through kind of a quiz to make sure that they're not this guy again. And I think that's, to me, that's where it's coming from.
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It really does. And hopefully we'll learn from our relationships, but not become too, not put up too much of a shield or a guard on the next one, but just learn from it and let it unfold. And if there's uh, signs in there that don't look right, then that should be a telling factor right there, I suppose.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think that's true. I mean, I do think that that's true.
0: Well, that was very good. Um, You know, we're going to take some more calls. We still have some more people on there. But Andrew, astrology, I'm always fascinated with astrology. And I understand right now that the stars, everything in the universe, the galaxy is really going into an unusual phase at this particular time, especially uh, it sounds exciting because we're headed for 2012. What do you think about all the events that are going on right now?
1: Well, you mean you had this conjunction. I mean, the big news, of course, was not too far back was you had a a Jupiter-Uranus conjunction that was opposite Saturn. Well, that's kind of unusual. I mean, that's a lot of power have a lot of planets now that are in taurus i mean you've got mercury in fact you get the moon now too got moon mars venus and mercury all in taurus um i had said you know a few years ago especially everybody wanted to talk 2012 2012 2012 because it was far enough into the future that it wasn't really a threat and it was made a good conversation and i said back then and you know like like five, six years ago, that to me the big issue was two thousand ten, not two thousand twelve. I always said that the two thousand twelve consciousness was more of a problem in two thousand ten, that, that was the real kind of crazy year. I feel like two thousand twelve will not be like what people think. I mean I actually think I actually think of it more in terms of like a Y two K kind of vibe. However, I believe that two thousand That right now we're in a very um interesting time. Interesting in the Chinese curse kind of sense interesting time, and I believe it's it's almost like a um, a sense of people have to line up on one side of the fence or the other there is a there is a sorting out period to me where people who are spiritual are being asked to really embrace that spirituality there's a spiritual interconnectedness we all have with one another um, and right now a lot of people are are embracing that they're seeing that they feel that there's a real beauty in the way that people interact with one another but not everybody's on that same page and so those who aren't are very much going the other direction so you're you're getting kind of this duality this split between the people who are embracing spiritual energy who are embracing the earth who are embracing um an openness to uh sharing a more community-based thing. And then you have this very corporate kind of vibe that's getting more and more and more. Um, it's kind of entertaining. Um, I I actually do feel that, that the the spiritual half will win, so to speak. And I think that there is that um, sort of dawn on the horizon here of a real spiritual renaissance that, that there will be a political change And that uh, a lot of what's happening in the world, like in Egypt and different places, Wisconsin. I mean, we see these things happening. Uh, I think it's a precursor to a more global uh, consciousness change. So I think that right now is very um, much. uh, Sometimes I think that um, that things are very faded. That like I made a lot of predictions about the economy. Excuse me. In two thousand seven, eight, nine, and ten. And I basically said, the economy is going to suck, and there's not much you can do about it. Well, I was just, I mean, people just said, well, that's ridiculous. It's going to be great, and what are you talking about, and everything's fine. I said, Mm -hmm. well, see. So when I said it, nobody would believe it. And I felt that at that time that the train had already left the station, there wasn't really too much most people could do. It was going to happen. It was, the the energy was too strong. There wasn't enough real willpower to hold it off. But this is different. Now I really do feel that the collective will, the spiritual um, nature of individuals, has much more impact on what happens. I think this is really more of a free will, either or kind of space. Where I think 2008 and 9 was, uh, it's a done deal. It's 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 um, the the road was already paved. But now I think it's different, and I think that this is why 2011 is such a magical year because if you are open to that energy and you're open to embracing change and really taking ownership of it, I think a lot of good things can happen. Uh and the planets, um you know, they're they're meant a lot. And I and um
2: I also I'm, I'm think of all the new I, I, I am too, um Andrew, and I think also with all the the new people that are, are open and are willing to change, and are willing to embrace their spiritual side. I think helps with being able to change um, that it's not a that that um, 2012 is not a done deal. That it will we have the opportunity to change because I feel that thought can change, actions can change um, how the outcome comes.
1: I agree with that. I didn't think that was true in 2008 and nine. I really felt that no matter what people said to me, it didn't matter. I just felt that it was going to happen. But for this, I do think that it's much more in the purview of the individual. And that's why I think that some people will have very magical, beautiful experiences and some won't. And a lot of that is reflective. The outer world is going to be reflective, reflect back to you, your inner world and i And I don't know that that was really true a few years ago. I think that um there was a collective energy that was happening, that kind of a shake up energy, what I call the shamanic roto rooter which wasn't a really good time, right for most of us
2: right but right. but
1: those of us who have gone down this path who have had this kind of dark night who have who have really done the work and and really recognized this um divine energy that's around us. I do believe now that we're sort of finding each other. I do think that there is this um, um, recognition that people have for one another, and I think there's a recognition for uh, a new way of thinking. I mean, that may sound Pollyannist, but I actually do believe that.
0: Um, you know what? I, I couldn't agree more, Andrew. Uh, I've read in some books that some you know psychics have written, and even when I wrote mine in 2006 and published in 2007, uh, near the, actually at the very end of my book, I was seeing like a new type of paradigm shift to what I call the new age of enlightenment and not everybody, but a great deal of people, including those who are in politics and so forth, more people are opening up their gifts, they're starting to follow that, it's happening. Um, I noticed that a lot around 2000 and beyond starting to change that people are tired of the old world, they're tired of politics, they're tired of wars and greed and everything. So a lot of people will be looking toward that direction for answers, and perhaps not everybody, but you're right. A lot of people are discovering that and opening up to that, and that is making part of the collective change happen. So I, I totally agree that uh, I'm glad you stuck to your guns about what you were seeing, and it makes total sense to me. I really do believe that, Andrew. That you're correct about that.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm really optimistic about people. You know, and uh, I'm really optimistic about love and and sort of the soul connection. And when I talked about this stuff in 2007, eight, nine, I mean, nobody would believe it. Uh, I mean, because they they were invested in not believing it, right? Because it was painful. I knew there was an element of pain. I went through that pain myself, but but it's by allowing yourself to go through that and come out the other side you can come through it and um <clears throat> excuse me and i think that now people have gone through it and i think they recognize that there's more to life than just you know your paycheck and you know your house and you know i'm not to discount that but it's not the right. only measuring stick and those things can change and And there is a kind of a i believe a recognition on a on a national level in the United States that this whole mythology that we've been fed wasn't true. I mean, nobody knows what the truth is necessarily, including me, but the myth was just was just that uh and because of that, I think that people are more inquisitive about what's really true the old pat answers aren't working anymore, and that makes for very exciting, magical time. Absolutely.
0: It is, and we have a lot of magic yet to come. And with that, Andrew, would you mind taking another caller?
1: Oh, no, not at all. I like taking calls.
0: Okay, we have uh, our next guest is area code 201. Area code 201, uh, welcome to Beyond the Gate, and please give us uh, your name.
1: Hello, hi, my name is David.
0: Did you hey, say David? David? How
1: are you? <laughs> yes. What's, What's going on? on? Hi, Andrew, uh, I wanted to know, uh, can you kind of read my energy, kind of, sort of, because I'm at with ends with my career, and I wanted to see, like, uh, where I got blockages, where I can work on to open it, and... Well, to me, I, you're no. a frustrated artist, I mean, you have an artistic energy, and and from an energetic standpoint, where I see the constriction in you is in your second chakra. Now, your second chakra, lots of times, is a sadness and frustration that you take out on yourself. So, when people have constrictions on their second chakra, David, usually these are people who are sort of beating themselves up. Uh, you know, the expectation is one thing and the reality is something else. And when you see them as being not in sync, then there's a couple of ways you can go with it. What I think you're doing is really sort of taking it out on yourself. I really think you're being kind of hard on yourself, maybe too hard on yourself. But the frustrated artist vibe makes sense to me. Does that make sense to you, what I'm saying? It kind of, yeah, it it does in a sense. Uh, well, teaching is kind of an art. And, you know, I'm just frustrated. It's just like I get so, uh, how would you say this, it? uh, I get easily uh, ruffled. Well, I mean, that's the thing. What's happening, again, your your question was from an energy standpoint, right? So you take yeah. an artistic impulse. You don't have to be a painter or a musician. I mean, you have a creative energy. You have a way of problem-solving that's outside the box. You have a way of being dramatic. You have a dramatic vibe. I mean, you're you're larger than life to me. You have a very theatrical kind of energy. That could just be somebody that goes to dinner and people, like, pay attention to them because of the way they talk. You have that commanding kind of vibe. And so you you expect that. You expect to be an achiever. You have that self-esteem that's beautiful. But right now, it's not happening for you. A lot of that is outside of your control. I mean, the world's a whacked-out place right now. And you can't use the image of five years ago. I mean, it's interesting. We just had this conversation a few minutes ago. You can't let five years ago be your model for what it is today. And the reason I bring that up is I feel like you are almost condemning yourself that you're not doing what you think you ought to be doing, but the but kind of the game is stacked against almost all of us. Now, if you get into a space where you remember, again, every every show has a theme, so this is kind of the theme that's come to me this round. But you get into a space where you remember who you are, and realize that who you are is still who you are, no matter what sort of thing is happening in the short term. I mean, the David that you are didn't go away. It's just that the world around you changed. I feel like right now you're really coming down on yourself hard. I mean, you're you're like, you know, metaphorically, like smacking yourself in the head with a skillet. and And that's not helping you any. The more that you can... You're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, to me. You have a very, it's like your willpower. I'm going to will my way into it. But you have to be zen with it. You have to be, you're giving off kind of a desperate kind of energy in a way, I think. And I feel like, and I don't mean that to be rude, I don't mean it that way, but I feel like you're 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 too tight right now where normally I see you as very fluid. I see you as very smooth. You have a smooth, theatrical, make-it-happen kind of energy. And right now, your your need to make it happen is is sort of coming out of your body because your high energy, that energy is kind of coming out all directions. And you want to get back into a more integrated space. You want to get back into a more self-confidence space. That's how I see you. And I think that... This is going to be a little tricky for you I believe. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've been doing so many radio shows last couple of weeks I'm losing my voice. I mean I think it's going to be a little tricky for you because you're used to sort of thinking your way through it and and there's a frustration. You you're not you're not finding you're not finding the openings, you're not finding the angles. If you can step back a little bit, not put so much pressure on yourself relax with it a little bit, I think you might sort of fall into it rather than try to knock the door down. Do you follow that? Does that make sense to you? Yes, it does. You have too much going for you, but you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself, man. I mean, you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself. And it's good to have high expectations and don't give those up because the expectations that you have are going to happen but not until you let go of some of the mechanisms about how it should happen. There might be a couple of zigs that you have to take that you don't want to take, but if you focus on the outcome and not on, if you say, I'm going to end up over here and say, but I'm not going to take this train to get there. I'm going to take a Ferrari only. Okay. If you say, I'm going to get to this place, and if I have to ride the bus the first couple of blocks, I'm chill with that. I'm going to be all right. If you do that, then you're going to get to the same place anyway. And that's a metaphor, and I think you understand that. You have a very – you're very intelligent. You're very charismatic. you got a lot, man. you got a lot going for you, and you're really – you're beating yourself up.
0: I believe that. Well, that was – that's excellent. That's an excellent uh, way of putting it, and I think that you're totally spot on on that. Thank you, David, for calling. We appreciate that. Uh, you know, a lot of people, they can't see. They're stuck in the energy, and they can't see what's going on, and, you know, sometimes it helps to come to people like us to get a better insight, and I think, uh, Andrew, you were right on with that. I couldn't agree more. And any of the callers... The rest of the callers that we have, what we're going to do um, out of respect for all the people we have on the line.
1: You want me is, to talk faster? We're going
0: to, we're going to, <laughs> what we're going to do is ask the caller to uh-huh. please identify yourself, say your name, ask one question, and we'll put you on mute and let Andrew uh, go to work. How's that sound? Well,
1: I mean, I like okay. to talk to them. I mean, I, I, do like to, I do like to talk to them, and it's not, you know – I mean, just because I say it's so doesn't mean it's so. I like them to say yes or no, but uh, right. but, I, but I'll but i go faster. I know that's what you're telling me.
0: So. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you uh, what.
1: I'm going to have you ask a question
0: and let Andrew uh, take care of business. How does that sound? And we'll give you a chance to respond. So with that said, we have the uh, next caller is area code 478. 478, welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Call your name,
1: please.
2: Patricia?
1: Hey, Patricia, how are you?
2: Hi, I just want to know what I have coming up as far as love relationship.
1: So, Patricia, right now I feel a lot of frustration with you. You shouldn't have that. So so what do you want to see happen? I want you to tell me just kind of quick what you'd really like I to w- see happen. I want happen somebody
2: about. to commit to me, you know, we'd be in a loving relationship and not lie and cheat.
1: Because there's a lot of frustration around you right now, so I think that right now you are getting exactly what you're telling me you don't want. I mean, I think that that's what's surrounding you, and yeah. I feel like there's a lot of you're being. Um, I don't want to say you're being played exactly, but there is that kind of vibe around you where you're 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 sort of missing the forest for the trees in, in one sense. Now, mm-hmm. so let's 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 kind of flip this a little bit. I believe. Patricia, that if you kind of step back a little bit, instead of saying what you want, I think you need to almost focus on what you won't take. Okay, so uh-huh. let's, let's let's shift it. If you say, I'm not putting up with a boy that does this, I'm not putting up with somebody that does this, and I'm not putting up with somebody that does this, and you're really solid with that, I believe that you have kind of the bait to make things happen, but right now you're 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 overriding your own judgment. You go, I know this boy's like this, but maybe he's not. You're like, oh man Yeah,
3: that's true. I keep taking him back.
1: <laughs> you go, I know what the reality is, but maybe maybe if the moon is up here and I hold my foot up and have a <laughs> you know saran wrap, maybe it'll be different. So if you know the answer, because I didn't think you know the answer and you I say know But maybe on an alternate Tuesday, if a rabbit jumped across the street, it would be okay. (laughs) The chances of that happening are – I mean, it might, but maybe it won't. So I think you have to trust your own instincts because you're smarter than you give yourself credit for, and you're really talking yourself out of reality, and you're letting people – I mean, the story sounds beautiful, but if – I mean, if that's the way they advertise the movie – but yet you go and it's a different movie, before long you're not going to go to that movie theater anymore. You know? Um, am I making
2: sense a little bit? Yes, you are making a lot of sense with this particular guy that I've been recently dating.
1: Yeah, I, I want to tell you the truth, but I only want to you, tell you the part of the truth that I really want you to hear, and uh, the other part of the truth that I don't want you to hear, I don't know that that's something we need to talk about. I mean, that's kind of the vibe that's happening here. So that's why I'm saying you're getting part of the story but you're missing sort of the part that breaks the story right
2: mm-hmm. so
1: um long way of saying that i think you're in for a change and i believe that somebody's a little less flashy and more consistent is more down your alley but you like that and i get it but <laughs> but but you're you're your need for high energy is causing you grief, and there is maybe a slower, simpler boy who might be nicer to you. If you really want the high energy revved up, run into a tree thing, that's what you're going to do. But if you're looking, and I think right now it is kind of what you want, but eventually I think you're going to kind of slow down a little bit, and I believe that you will have, I think you're going to have a really long-term relationship but I don't think it's with the one you're with now.
3: Okay. That's my
1: opinion.
2: All right. Thank you very much.
1: You're welcome, Patricia. You hang in there.
2: All right. Hang, hang in there, Patricia. Have a great day.
0: Thank you very much. That that was great. She's such a wonderful person, too. I'm sure that eventually things will work itself out for her. She just had some lessons to learn, and she's just too nice and too trusting. <laughs> but. That was really good. Uh, We have next caller, I believe, is area code, let's see, I had 478. I suppose I lost him. So the next person we have is area code 408. 408, please state your name and welcome to Beyond the Gate Radio. Hello, area code 408.
2: Veronica, Hi. Oh, around around here. I'm okay, thank you, and uh, thank you for taking my call. My question has to do more uh, with the most important aspects, I guess, is finances and romance, and both of them are down the pipes. So, what do you foresee for me, my dear?
1: Well, you know, I think that, um, again, it tends to run in, uh, things run in themes t- sometimes and radio shows, and and so, I think the theme that I see with you, Ronick is is sort of your expectation versus i mean what you expect and what's right in front of you okay so you're you're okay. you're you're modifying your expectations now and you're not liking it. you know you're used to one thing and it's not there anymore, and so you're taking a little bit less, and that's bugging you and I totally get that I mean I totally relate to that, so, oh so, my we're, God, we're so we're we're, I would
2: mess Somehow, I keep manifesting people that are, are just not have high sense of integrity, uh, commitment, and uh, integrity is the, the strongest word like resonates in me. And, and somehow, it is just exactly what I keep manifesting. And I just don't know how to change yes. it. And I really took a long break because I thought that I needed to work on me. And I did a lot of work. I mean, beyond belief. And. You know, I started dating again, and boom! You know, didn't took too long for me to forget that everything I was back to square one, if it even, even worse. But so you know, I, just I see out of you. It.
1: I see you on the upside now. When you look at people's energy, on a simple level, they're either standing still, going up, or going down. I mean, on a simple level, they're one of the three. You know, there's variations, but but your energy's on the upswing. Okay, so so let's talk about that. So right now, I feel like you've gone through a period. Where everything you try tends not to work the way you think it ought to, and you're like right. reinventing the wheel all the time, and the wheel's square, and then it's like triangular, and, and you see you're, try, you're trying different things. You're like I'm gonna, I'm gonna add this and subtract that. So you're yes. sort of in a kind of an experimentation mode to me. But right, the way right. I look at you, what's good is good. There's no need for you to experiment. What you have, doesn't, you don't need to change your hair or, you know, you know, stand on your head. Or, you don't need to do anything different. You just need to believe in you. So because something didn't work yesterday doesn't mean that it's not going to work tomorrow. And so here's kind of my take on where you are. You've had a lot of frustration. I mean, a lot. But I feel like even with that there's still a sense of optimism in you because I think deep down you know you kind of got it going on. You know that you deserve something good. And you know what? I actually agree with you. So I think that both areas of your life, which you may see as being sort of in the dumps right now compared to what you're used to or what you would like, I believe that both both of those areas of your life are both going to improve here fairly dramatically although not super quickly. Maybe it might be a six month window for it to kind of like kind of get there. But if you keep focused on who you are and you don't get down on yourself, and I feel like your self esteem is actually pretty good. If you don't get down on yourself, Veronica, and you just keep plugging along, you are going to rise up to a higher level. You are going to finally you're weeding out. You're like you're like Edison and the light bulb, you know how not to pick somebody because you're just keep working you're working through these things right so you're 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 eliminating the errors and you're moving towards the successes so I see you actually moving into a period of a lot of light a lot of success, and I think that that's again a four to six month window, so we're looking at. Halloween, Thanksgiving—that that time frame for you to start to see a real change in your world. Don't give up on yourself, and don't try to reinvent yourself because I think you have some magical things about you, and and I feel like if you're patient, it will come to you. That's what I I really do believe that.
2: You're, I think you're, that my anxiety is, over, is the best part of me. Yeah, okay. Well, I Before think that my anxiety is, gets the best
1: of you. Okay. Well, I mean, it's 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 your impatience gets the best of you, I think. I mean, I feel like you expect it now. And when it doesn't happen, then yes. it's like, oh, my gosh, nothing's going to happen. I mean, I think you go from euphoria to like, oh, my gosh, what the heck, in a, in a hurry. So each each new thing that shows up, you build up as you know, some magical, like, Mount Everest ascent kind of thing when it may not be. You're embellishing each new thing, and then you're disappointed. So I think you have to be sort of patient and not run ahead too much. You know, you see somebody, they're the answer to everything, and then three days later, you know, that they're not. That's a lot of energy that you have going up and down these peaks and valleys the more that you can relax and just sort of observe, then you're not going to have these ups and downs quite as much. And once you get into a more even keel, which is why I think your energy is on the upswing, because I do think that's where you're going to go, then you'll have a chance to really observe what's going on and make choices that are productive for you. I do think that financially and romantically both both parts of your world from that standpoint, will improve by Halloween. Uh, that's about right. About I hope you're correct. I hope you're correct. Be patient with yourself.
3: So much. Thank you.
1: You're welcome, Veronica. Have a good week.
0: Thank you, Veronica. Thank you very much. Well, Andrew, guess what? You know, sometimes you know I don't believe in chances. Our next caller has a birthday today and uh i it's think awesome. that she yeah she called in so we're going to bring in area code uh next caller is area code 613 area code 613 go ahead and introduce yourself to andrew
3: hi andrew this is Erin. and yes i
2: how
3: aggressive. are you thank you i am great i'm enjoying my 51st birthday
2: that's beautiful i love that oh, i love that she's a baby <laughs>
3: yeah. Every year to me is a blessing so the older I get, bring it on.
1: Well, you know, you're really in kind of a magical era I mean, you you have a beautiful energy. And um you do. I you have a you have a magical kind of energy. It's not just because it's your birthday. So so I want to wish you a happy birthday. And so I want to do something special for you for your birthday. So how, how can I help you? What can we do for you?
3: I would like to know what 2011 uh, in, for 51 will bring me for my, career, my spiritual career.
1: So you have a very high energy to me, and you have a very kind of evolved kind of vibe to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that you're already there. So so what you want to know is, is the path that I'm on, is it going to continue? I mean, I think that's basically what you're asking me. Uh, and so I feel like you're sort of in the beginnings of a really very positive time frame for you. Um, do you do a lot of traveling?
3: Uh, not really, but I have started to travel once a year to New York, so...
1: Do you plan to do traveling as part of your work?
3: Ooh, that would be nice.
1: But do you plan on it? Is that something that you. I plan on it. Uh,
3: That would be nice. I want to do spiritual readings for uh, for a career, for a living. Uh, That's where my passion is. And so if that involves traveling, certainly.
1: So what I see for you is somebody who. Is traveling. He's going to different places. So I think it's... How's the best way to say this? I think that you're sort of on the doorstep, but not through the door yet. All right? And I feel like you're still learning a little bit. So there is this desire to be in a space that I don't feel you're fully there yet. However the sort of the instinctive element within you is very strong right i mean you have a, you have a vibe you have something and i believe that if you let yourself kind of be swept up into the zen of the moment for the next 2 to 3 years the next 2 to 3 years could be really magical creative romantic you have a romantic energy uh you have a very like um you know, meet an Italian boy in the, you know, in the bistro kind of energy. You have that kind of vibe to me right now. (laughs) So um, you have that lucky kind of vibe around you. Now, what does that mean in English? To me, what it means is that because you accept yourself and you're very solid in your lower chakras, especially your first and second chakras, people who are rooted... who people are strong in their root chakra and they are strong in their second chakra and they have kind of a firm foundation in terms of their self-esteem. Oh man, they got it going on. And so you have that energy because you're strong in your lower chakras. You can't be pushed around and you're you can't be fooled, really. So mm-hmm. I feel like you're in a space where you're trying to learn a little bit more. You know there's a few things to kind of smooth out the edges, but you also know that you have the power to make things happen. I think you're in a very creative space. I think you're in kind of a lucky space. And I feel like 51, but especially 52 and 53, I feel like this year will be good, but I think the next two are going to be like, whoa. So let's say for the next three years you're in an ex period of expansion, you're in a period of spontaneity. you're like a teenager that wants to go to Woodstock. You're in that space now and and I think that that's really fabulous I do you're in terms of like I would dissuade anyone from doing what we do, not because I'm afraid of the competition, just because I know that it comes with a certain <laughs>
3: price
2: tag
1: it it does okay. come with a price tag it really it does um However, if it's what you have to do, you're going to do it anyway. But I don't think you're fully confident that you know what you're doing with it yet. So that's why I think that you're still in a learning curve. But I believe you're going to take that, you know, kind of pay the tuition and learn. So I think the next, really, the next three or four years are going to be really amazing. When you're my age, and I'm 56, by the time you're my age, you're going to have some amazing experiences between now and then. I do think that. Does that make sense to you? I mean, instinctively to you?
3: Um, I do believe it's my calling, and I have been wanting to do it for many, many years. Uh, I do believe I have the ability. It's just the fear of knowing that the universe will provide is my biggest fear.
1: That's what I'm saying. it's This is not for the faint-hearted, you know, I mean it's it's not an easy path, and um, there are a lot of sacrifices that go with it. I mean, in terms of money, I mean, uh if I stopped yeah. being a psychic, my income would 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 shoot through the moon. I lose a lot of money by being a psychic because it okay. keeps me from doing the other things that I could do. Uh, for you, I think that's also sort of the same thing. I mean, you're looking at a choice here. And I feel that for you, you're trying to find things out about yourself. You're still looking for things about yourself before you're fully self-confident enough to go do it for other people. You're not at that level yet where you totally believe it. You think it, but you don't totally believe it yet. That's why I think you need a little bit of um, encouragement, and I think that will come through study. The more you do it and the more people tell you how wonderful you are, the more you begin to believe it, and eventually you just go, you know, I'm fabulous. You know, I mean, I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but you believe it where you know that you know what you're talking about. That will happen for you, but I still feel that for you right now, Aaron, you're you're not quite 100% where you want to be with that. That's why I think you're in still sort of an apprentice mode. But you're going down this path. And that's why I think I see you traveling, and I do see you in sort of a uh, an expansive, almost gypsy kind of energy. But you do have a lucky kind of vibe. I just saw like an image of a bird flying by in the house. That's pretty wild. Um, so it's good. It's very good. Thank you. Is there anything specifically you want to ask?
3: Uh, all right, money. Financial. Well, I mean, here's
1: the here's the thing. What you're you're in a you're in a space where you're making a choice. And mm-hmm. you're on the fence about what that choice is. If mm-hmm. you go down the path of being a spiritual practitioner,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it will be harder for you financially than if you don't. And I'm not telling you anything you probably 90 other people haven't told you. Yep. But but you're 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 going to have to change your measuring stick in terms of security. It's a price tag to play. It is a price tag. And and that's not to say that you won't make more money later, but you have to be willing to live without that guarantee. So I think that your financial world may be a little fluid for you, may be a little... Confusing for you, um, because I do think you're going to go down this path. However, if you get into this space and really embrace it, then you will always sort of like have the leprechaun show up at the last minute. You
3: know,
1: that's what I think. Okay. Happy birthday!
3: Thank you.
0: You're
3: thank welcome. you very much. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you David,
0: for calling yeah. in. Happy birthday.
3: Thank you. God bless. <laughs> so
1: we are down like about the last five minutes. Is that right? Oh, uh, yes. So I have uh, kind of a policy when we get down to five minutes or less, then I don't want to do readings because I'm too long-winded. So um, <laughs> I, like I know that. me. I know me too well.
0: So Andrew, what you... I want to say.
1: Oh, oh yeah, what answer. I want to say
0: was. Thank you, everybody, for calling in. Um, you know, every show is different. 90 minutes goes by fast. Andrew has uh, been working, and he's getting tired. But, you know, some shows, people get uh, a quick uh, mini-reading, and sometimes they get more of an in-depth reading, like you gave them tonight, which uh, really makes it awesome. And um, normally we have the shows for 90 minutes because, you know, the usually the guest gets tired as well, too, but we'd like to have you on again to do this again. It's wonderful. Uh, I just want to tell everybody he's going to be on uh, Chief Radio tomorrow, Wings of Love Radio with Ali Cheslick. If you wish to, uh, if you didn't get through today, and like to talk to Andrew tomorrow and check him out on Facebook because he's always on something, which is great. Now, Andrew, is there anything you'd like to talk to us about or tell us about in these last few minutes?
1: Well, you know, I have this a magazine time. that's coming out here in the next few months called the alchemical heart so i'm looking forward to that we'll be doing uh an online magazine that has a lot of people in the metaphysical world and as well as other people in the art world so i mean i my background is sort of blending the two and that's the way this magazine is going to work uh if you're interested in working with me i'd love to talk to you again it's rock and psychic dot com and um you know i want to thank you both for spending the time with me it's been fun and um you know, that's that's pretty much it. I, I also want to say a special hello to my partner Alicia Kent, and Alicia Kent is um, is someone who does Jin Shin Do, which is a really magical thing. It's uh, she's a body mind acupressurist, and she is at AkashaBloom dot com. So it's A K A S H A A K A S H A B L O O M AkashaBloom dot com for Alicia. So um, so that's pretty much it. And I'll be with Allie. Allie and I have been doing shows together. Oh, my God. I don't even want to think how many. And we used to do shows. We would do readings for seven, eight hours at a time. This is the truth. We would do them. Wow. On Now Live, they used to have no limit. You could just keep going. And so we did them. Oh, my gosh. I've probably done, it's in the thousands. I don't know how many readings I've done live, but it's definitely in the thousands. I don't know how many private ones I've done, but that's in the thousands, too a lot over the years.
0: I know. that She's an amazing person. We've had her on the show here, and we've been on her show, and we're going to be on again in June. But Allie also gives in-depth readings, and, you know, she loves, she likes to talk a lot because she loves talking about, I mean, so much. You know, <laughs> Allie is a really uh, interesting person, and I can imagine that, you know, if you had a show that lasted that long, you could, you probably got to everybody there, huh?
1: Well, no, we, that, that's not true. We had shows back in... Um, I mean, I don't think you ever really get to everybody. I don't know that that's, that typically happens. Um, but that's true. um But, you know, I mean, I think in some sense it is sort of like divine intervention. You know, I think the ones that are meant to talk get on, and um, I do kind of feel that. So...
2: I like that. I I like that, Andrew, because that is so true. Um, You know, you you have to realize that spirit makes certain things possible, and sometimes you just have to, those callers need that extra help, you know, Um, like we've had the guy David come on before, and you were spot on, and his energy and the readings that you've done tonight have just been wonderful. So we just thank you for spending the time with
1: well, thank you for, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you, Andrew. Um, everybody look on Facebook. Andrew's on there frequently. And check out uh, DavidBakerSpiritMedium.com, uh, forward slash Beyond the Gate Radio, and the, our archives page. Uh, you can always go there. I have several of his websites listed. So look for Andrew, because... Andrew, the rock and roll psychic, is an amazing, and I mean truly amazing person. Thank you so much for being on the show with us, Andrew. Uh, we loved having you here, and God bless you.
1: Thank you. Everybody, have a great week. Bye. Thank okay,
2: you. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye.
0: Well, that was uh, truly amazing. Now, we're not going to have a couple of shows. In June, I'm still on the fence about that. We may have some repeats, but however, uh, for those of you that are interested in uh, UFOs, on June 5th, on Sunday, June 5th, we're going to have Nick Pope. Nick Pope is a former MOD intelligence uh, from England. He used to investigate UFO reports for the British government. He's been on History Channel. We just saw him on today. Uh he's he's been a, he's international. Nick Pope is an expert on it. He has several books published, so stay tuned for our next show on June fifth unless I uh announce that we have somebody else before then. So thank you everybody for listening to uh the on the Kate radio show tonight. As Andrew as you you. said, sometimes it's impossible to get to everybody. So just try and call in early ahead of time next time when we have the show. And we do our best to get to everybody. So thanks again for listening. The show will be archived. God bless you, and have a a beautiful week. Good night, Sherelle.
2: Good night, David. Have a wonderful day. Thank you again, everyone, for listening, all of our supporters and everyone in chat. And thank you again. You can see us on the archive, hear us on the archive. Thank you again.
0: Good night.